Hello, my name is Zoe James and I'm going to talk today about gypsies and travellers and some of the myths that we have in society about the communities and some of the realities of their lives. I've been working with gypsies and travellers for a long time and I've been doing um, research with them um, that has hoped to challenge some of the myths that we have about gypsies and travellers in society. I've been doing that for about 25 years. We tend to see gypsies and travellers in two very distinct ways in society. We either reduce them to um, one particular way of living, so we think of them living in bow-top wagons um, with a rich culture of dance and spoken word, um, and we think of them generally, or the authentic gypsy, as the Romani gypsy. Either that, or we see them as problematic in our society, as offenders, as criminals, as people who are um, policed and need to be policed. We need to think about how and why we create this dichotomy between gypsies and travellers as good or bad, and we don't really see the wider um, experiences that gypsies and travellers have. The realities of life for gypsies and travellers is very different to that which we mythologise. Sadly, gypsies and travellers actually have some of the poorest outcomes in our society overall. So they have very poor health um, and they have very low educational attainment. And they also suffer a lack of employment opportunities. And that's particularly been since the post-war era and the change in work and how work functions in society and the lack of traditional employment for gypsies and travellers. Many gypsies and travellers live in housing, but some prefer not to live in bricks and mortar accommodation. And they tend to be mobile, they move around the country pursuing economic opportunities, visiting family and friends, attending, attending weddings and funerals. And since the 60s, gypsies and travellers are supposed to have been accommodated for that mobility. So legislation is in place which requires local authorities to provide spaces for gypsies and travellers. Unfortunately, local authorities have never really done that properly. They've never provided enough or sufficient space for gypsies and travellers to stop and stay on when they are mobile. And that's caused lots of problems because it's meant that gypsies and travellers end up stopping and staying in places that are not appropriate on parkland or on the verge. And that causes tensions with the wider communities and misunderstandings. There have been lots of reports carried out by multiple organisations locally, nationally and internationally that have shown that gypsies, travellers and often Roma as well are treated very poorly. And the United Nations, for example, has found that gypsies, travellers and Roma in the UK continue to face exclusion and discrimination in the fields of health, education, housing and employment. I did research with gypsies and travellers over the last few years around their experiences of hate and discrimination. And I've just gathered some quotes here, 
to give you their first-hand experience of their exclusion that's social, political and economic. So for example, one person said to me, I'm not allowed to live anywhere. I feel looked down on by everyone. Racism against gypsies and travellers is particularly problematic. We live in a society that increasingly recognises that racism is a problem and that we need to challenge racism wherever we see it. But when it comes to gypsies and travellers, racism tends to be accepted, which is very difficult for those communities to understand, as well as for those of us that, who work with gypsies and travellers. So for example, one person said to me, I'm victimised because racism is tolerated. And that racism seeps in through all aspects of gypsies and travellers' lives. So when they go to take their children to school, when they go to get help for their health and welfare, and when they're in employment or lacking employment. So as one person said to me, at work I experienced discrimination, bullying and unfair dismissal. I was refused work because of being a traveller. What this adds up to for gypsies and travellers is that they experience hate and hatefulness in their everyday lives. Gypsies and travellers suffer from very high rates of hate crime and they're often too scared to report those experiences to the police. And this is a tragic situation for them to be in. I've just put some examples here of the kind of hateful treatment that gypsies and travellers receive. So for example, in the picture of a caravan with fireworks around it, this was called, this was an incident referred to as the Burl bonfire incident, where a local community had a bonfire in which they had an effigy of a caravan, a gypsy caravan that they set alight. For the gypsies and travellers living locally and in the region and more widely in the country, this was a terrible experience and they felt treated really badly. Obviously and understandably, this caused a great deal of upset. More tragically um, and harrowing, the harrowing story of the young boy here, Johnny Delaney. Johnny Delaney was murdered and as he was murdered, as he was kicked to death, perpetrators of the crime referred to him only being a gypsy. He's only a gypsy. These tragic incidents are the extreme end of the kind of hate the gypsies and travellers experience. That hatred seems to imbue all aspects of their daily lives and they get excluded from spaces and places throughout their lives, as can be seen from some of the signs that I've put photographs of here. And when gypsies and travellers go to report their experiences to the authorities, they're often not treated very well either. So one person said to me when I was interviewing them that they were told by a policeman that people like us should be put against a wall and shot as there's no place for people like us in society. So gypsies and travellers suffer hatred, they suffer crimes against them, they suffer discrimination and abuse 
and they feel that they don't have anyone to go to for help and support. The lack of understanding of gypsies and travellers can be understood and appreciated if we consider the fact that we have this perception of gypsies and travellers as only legitimate when they live a very old-fashioned way of life, in a bow-top wagon, for example. And really, people tend to say that Romani gypsies are only the legitimate gypsies and travellers in the UK. In reality, gypsies and travellers come from all walks of life. They have all sorts of stories to tell. There are lots of different gypsies and travellers. Romani gypsies, Irish travellers, show people, new travellers, boaters, Roma, Scottish travellers, Welsh travellers. There are, have been gypsies and travellers in the UK for centuries and they're an important part of our communities. We tend to think of gypsies and travellers as always being mobile, but they're actually nomadic, which means that they think in a particular way and they live in a particular way and they have really strict rules of cleanliness and they have really strict rules of um, moral values, etc. Particularly traditional gypsies and travellers of Romani descent or Irish travellers. They have families, they work, they're challenged by day-to-day -day life. All things happen in their lives as they do in all of our lives. But this idea that they're either legitimate if they're Romani gypsies and they live in a, this old-fashioned way or they're criminal and problematic really fails to understand the variety of people who make up our gypsy and traveller communities in the UK. And we need to think about that and acknowledge the breadth of people who gypsies and travellers represent. I've done a lot of work in this area and I've recently published a book and if you'd like to know more about gypsies and travellers then I recommend you can read my book which is called The Harms of Hate for Gypsies and Travellers but there are lots of books that you can read and um, there's a wonderful uh, personal history put um, into a book by Damien Labar, which is called The Stopping Places, or a history of gypsies and travellers in the UK can be found in Becky Taylor's work, Another Darkness for Another Dawn.